To the grudge. I am Dan Nichols. And I am joined by Brian Mango Sanchez. Say that in Spanish. Say Mango in Spanish. Mango. Yeah, good job. And Tim Timber Wesley. Say it in hipster. Timber. No, it's hipster god. <laughs> so this week, we're going to talk about a lot of good cars, a lot of cool cars that we would never buy. Yeah. Because they're out there, people. They are. They walk and drive amongst us. Yes, cars that walk. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. Okay. Well, but you. I never. No, I wouldn't buy it. Uh-huh. Ah, ah, see what see, I did there? Bring it full horn. Yes. Yeah, no. There's these. These are some of these are those like the, like the, the concepts are just outrageous. Maybe it's looks. Maybe it's like completely impractical. Like so, like why the hell would you own this vehicle? Right. Um, some of these, it's nice to know they exist. Like kind of thing. Right. And there there are some on this list that the reason why you wouldn't get them is because there's something else in the segment that you would have over it. Right. That's another. You know, there's a lot of reasons. They go into like why you might never buy one of these, um, but these are definitely at least ones that are that are worth a thought. But any rational person would never buy any one of these cars. Right. Yeah. Definitely, a lot of these on this list are going to be like the person that buys it is fueled by eccentricity. Yes. <laughs> so on that note, any Porsche. So no one would ever buy any Porsche ever. So we're or we're, should we're talking for us, Dan? So okay. So. Yes. No, no, nobody would buy any Porsche. When you put that on the list, though, I was like, oh, Dan's going to acknowledge that they're good cars, but he would never own right? one. Well, okay, look, there's that's a place a, for them, and that place is 1962. But Who wouldn't want to live in 1962, though? Well, I can never mind. Anybody who's a minority, yeah, maybe? I was going to say, I, was, I thought about that for a second. Uh, yeah. Mm. History, brought yeah, to you whatever. by Brian. Look, but um, I love, I love... Porsche, I guess, like, I mean, anyone who's listening to the show knows I go to bat for Porsche. I'm not the biggest fan. They're not my favorite cars, but I love them. There's yeah. something about the 911 that has a little bit of an it, it factor to it, but there's very few of them that I would actually buy. Sure. So, But especially for that segment of car, there's so much in that segment that I would so much rather have. I mean, you've got... Uh, the Astons. You've got mm -hmm. the Nissan GTR, which I mean, eh, whatever. But I would own it over a Porsche. You've mm -hmm. got Vipers. You've got there's there's so much in that segment that you could go with rather than 1950s technology of the engine hanging off the back of the car. <laughs> I like that though. That like a Porsche is a car that when you look at the ingenuity of it, it looks like somebody pushed a car backwards really hard onto a motor and it just got stuck. I mean, it's not a bad analogy. Just, uh, and much in the same way, we're going to talk about the beginning of the Porsche, the Volkswagen Beetle. Again, I, I can't tell the difference between the two. I just, I mean, they're the same, right? They are, they're very similar. I know everyone loves to give the joke that the 911s or you know, the boxers, any of them, they all look like Beatles. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, they have similar lines. They kind of do. I'll, I'll give you that. And the first ones had similar engines as an identical. Yes. I've yes. never, myself, I've never looked at the, a Beetle though, outside of maybe like the turbo one from like the early 2000s. Yeah, that's and said, not a like, real Beetle though. I know, but I'm just saying I've never looked at a Beetle and said, but I really want one of those. The, the or like why I would was, drive one. Yeah, the reason why it's a good car is because you could make a Myers Manx out of it. The uh, beach buggy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And very and easily. That you, I would definitely. I would absolutely own that, but not a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. If I owned a Volkswagen Beetle, I would take off the body and throw it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put Back a to Nazi Germany, where <laughs> from whence it came. Put a fiberglass just tub on it. And be like done. Done. Yeah. No, I mean, and it doesn't even necessarily need to be the tub by Myers Mink. No, just like a bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Just throw it on there. This this the Beetle, if I'm not mistaken, is the like original like Volks Volkswagen like yeah. the people's car. People's car. Yes. Like this yes. is the original. Right. Like in Germany, this was the the vehicle designed to mass sell. To be a family car. Maybe one day we need to have an entire episode devoted to the Volkswagen Beetle because the thing is, is that it was Nazi Germany that came out with it, and it was a scam. 
Yeah, it was. It, we can go through that on another one. It, it was an it was a legitimate government scam. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. I wanted one of these when I was a kid. Yeah. But once I, mean, I grew up a little bit. Yeah. No, not so much. I think I think that same way too. And like I've seen them done really cool. I've seen them done really bad, especially like the old ones, right? Um, but again, outside of the turbo one, like the one from the early two thousands, I've never looked at that car and been like, "Oh, that's a cool car." Yeah, like yeah. that's just me. Unless like it's I've been just rot, like hot yeah. rotted, or yes. something like that. Yeah. The, this does take us into our next car, though. Yep, we're gonna keep it in the badge. Yeah, I, I was gonna move on, but Brian, <laughs> Volkswagen Automotive Group, um, the badge. This car to me has always looked strikingly like a Beetle. Like, yes. like you just took a Beetle, squashed it a little bit. And sold it to a hairdresser. Yeah. The new ones are starting to get cool, but we're talking about the Audi TT. Yes. But uh, the, the TT, as great a car as it is, um, with all its quattroness, I just, <laughs> I've never, I've never really thought they were great. They're good cars. They just look like shit to me. Yeah, no, they're terrible. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard a lot of people that like, that say like, once you drive one, your opinion changes on it. Yeah. But like, so like, I guess part of that is kind of like the Mazda MX-5 where yeah. like looking yeah. at it, it has like one stigma, but once sure. you drive one, but it's not as good yeah. as the Mazda. So it doesn't overcome that right. like I weird have, stigma that it has around it. I have it. had the opportunity to drive one. I'm here to tell you that is not the case. It just isn't. What I would it's say. It's not that great of a car. Which, which ones did you drive? Because I know the like. The original in, one. In, so like I know. That like in the early two thousands they were really crappy. Yeah, like they looked the, hideous. Yeah, and like their performance was really lacking. But the newer right. ones apparently have gotten but a little bit better based on a Volkswagen Golf chassis. I yeah. don't want a sports car that's built to have a Volkswagen Golf. So in my opinion on this, right? So cars I'd have besides this would be like an A three hatch. Yeah. yeah, like I'd rather have mm-hmm. an A three hatch over a TT. Yeah. TT's probably going to perform better, but. Me personally, I like the way the car looks more, even the new TTs. Yeah. So I would rather have like an a like a A three hatch or any A four. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. I just yeah, yeah. You Better cars from Audi, right? That's yeah. why I'm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's very true. You you mentioned like because it's it's built on the Golf chassis. Yes, I would rather have a Golf GTI. Yeah, like if I'm gonna I have actually, that platform, uh, yeah, then I would why don't actually we just go all a, the way and do it? Right, and it has some practicality. To d- it. Exactly, because yeah. that becomes a factor in it, and it makes it much be- a much better experience overall, owning right. it and living with it day to day. Right. Well, Brian just made me want a Sirocco now, so thanks, mm. Brian. Yeah, there you go. We just you don't can't get them. Have so. one. No, I know. Yeah. So let's keep it in Germany, and these next two are going to be the same for the exact same reason. The BMW X6 M Sport and the AMG GLE 6.3 S Coupe. These are those dumb, ugly SUVs that have, like, the slope back on them, and they call them the shooting breaker, whatever they call them. Look, to get graphic, the Mercedes looks like a lady part. And not in a good way. It, it's just this <laughs> clitoris driving down the road. Um, it, it just is. Um, and the BMW is no better. And these were supposed to be the sporty SUVs. The reason why you wouldn't have these, though, is because the Porsche Macan and the Porsche Pan, uh, uh, Cayenne. Cayenne exist. For the same money, you can have a Porsche SUV that's better. Yeah. Or you could have the Jeep Trackhawk. That's better. And way cheaper. And way cheaper. Yeah. These are these are like you said, these are like the sporty SUVs from BMW and uh, Mercedes. 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 For this I would I don't know what the price tags on them are, but I would imagine for this kind of money you could probably get a Range Rover Evoque. Yes, you Good could. chance. Absolutely. It's you in can, that same you can even get it's the probably Volar. in that yeah. So I would that's what I would have. Yeah. Doesn't it I'm showing Brian a picture right it, now. Yeah, it Doesn't looks, it look like worry. it's a blown up? Like look, look it up, guys. It's it looks like again. I, I always it looks make like the, a minivan, really. Well, like yeah. I, the way I see, always see it is, it Mercedes looks like one. they they hooked an air compressor to the car to yeah. a car of that same range, uh-huh. and then just let it go and like, oh, it's tall enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a balloon. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Kinda... So, no, look. It, have you, you ever wanted an SUV that was fast that looked like a minivan? Boy, do we have the cars for you. Right. So again, these are cars that 
are good. They're good in their own right. We would never buy them. Right. So I would go on the crazy end of the spectrum, Urus. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you want, absolutely. if you want that status SUV, that's the Lambo one. Lambo is coming out with one. Yep. And Just it's wait. It's, it's the one. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That will be the game changer right there. Yep. So these next ones, there are going to be people that are angry with me. <laughs> but the Alfa Romeo 4C and 6C. Okay, let me start with the 6C. The reason why you would never own one. Um, hideously expensive. So expensive. And really not that fast. As far as the GT car goes, it was incredibly expensive. Like $160,000 expensive for the base model. I don't even think you got seats with that model. Like, <laughs> like it's so expensive. Now, they did come out with a cheaper option very recently, and it's the only Alfa Romeo sports car that you can get, and that's the 4C. It is a good car. It is a fun car. I appreciate the fact they didn't put a muffler on it to make it loud. However, do you guys know where that power plant came from? Any guesses? I don't even think I can't. I can't think of who Alpha's like partnered with. It came from a Lotus. Nope, just kidding. Did not come from a Lotus. It came from the Dodge Dart. That makes sense. They yeah. t- took the turbocharged four banger and put it in the Alpha Four C and used the automatic transmission. There is not a manual option. Oh, there's not a manual option for that. And it's manual steering. Uh. No power steering at all. These are these the only alphas we we got here though. Yes, they are. Well, besides the Julia and now the Stagato, yeah, st- whatever the SUV is, which I would have those. I would have the Julia. So yes. I've I've said this. We've covered the the 4C and 6C a couple of times on here, and my thing is they don't look like alphas to me. Like when I think of Alfa Romeo, I think of that that like slash headlight. Yeah, you know, they were like the first people to do that. They had projectors inside, yeah. but it was like an angle. They just looked angry. Yeah, yeah, all the time angry. Yeah, and like that was a thing that I I associated with Alfa Romeo, and like they don't really do that now. No, they so no, like they the really... 4C has like those bubble headlights, and I don't really like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I'll, I'll and say, the 6C had that too. Yeah, yeah a little bit. I'll agree with you. These don't look like Alphas. I'm. I mean, the four, the 6C, meh. Yeah, I do. Even though it doesn't look like an Alpha, I do really love the way the 4C looks. And that was a reason why I would have one, but the rest of it, I mean, like, or that—that that would be the one thing that puts it in the conversation for me. I right. absolutely love the way that thing looks. Yeah. But weighing everything that had that comes with it, yeah, I, I have to agree with you on this it, list. It's, yeah. Yeah. Mm. As, as much as I like it, I'll probably—I I probably never seriously look into trying to get one. Like, yeah, that's just it. So, in a world that you could choose from, Lamborghini, Pagani. Uh, oh, this list is very large now, actually. So, uh, so I you, mean, why in the world would you ever have a Ferrari? The only Ferrari I want is the one that everybody hates, and it's the uh, the wagon, the little hatch one. Yeah, actually, I would go with that. Yeah. So, any Ferrari, asterisk. Yeah. That is, so, like... I'm, FF, I think is what it like, is. Yeah. The, the FF. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the I, pointless I know, all-wheel I, drive system. I talk with a lot of... Not a lot. I've talked with some... Folks that just drool over the La Ferrari. I, I, I don't get it. Since the moment it was announced, and I've seen you, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I mean, the McLaren P1, it goes head yep. toe to toe with it and wins in a lot of cases. Yep. Hell, for you Porsche fangirls out there, the 918. Like, mm-hmm. it, like I respect the fact that the hybrid system is used as a curse system as opposed to an hybrid additional system. Whatever. <laughs> a curse system care. belongs on a race car, and I appreciate they put it on a road car. You'll never use it in traffic. You just won't. Yeah, for real. You won't. It's meant to be on the track, and you're not even allowed to keep it at your house. Did you know that? <laughs> they keep it at the yeah, Ferrari. That's the, yeah, that's the thing that really gets me. Is like, like, you can buy a car I mean, to use every Ferrari's once in a while. not the only ones that do they're this, not. but they are the no. kings of this. Yeah, like, I'll X-series. buy a car, but, I, but you're, I'm going to hold on to it for you. Yeah, the, like, uh, uh, the FX series or whatever. Yeah. They're like purpose-built race cars. Yeah. Now, they do send a pit crew out. They do send it all out, I and mean, they send the car. But 
how pretentious do you have to be? Yes, I own that car. Yeah. Prove it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> seriously? There's a picture of me next to it. Like, yeah. The, yeah. You know, like 90% of owning a car is being able to go out and drive it at a drop or of a hat. Lick its hood. Like, or yeah. yeah if or you just, really want you know, to, you like, own it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's my car. Do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. You know? I'm glad um, I thought I was going to be judged for saying that. No. The the licking the hood thing or any yeah. Ferrari? The licking the hood thing. Oh, the, no. I totally get it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say I agree with this on any Ferrari 1980 and newer. But yeah. older Ferraris, still, those classics. Still not for me. Uh, there is something about them. They're not for me. I don't want one necessarily, but there is something about it, and I could see why people would buy sure. those. Sure, yeah. and I'm behind that, and that's kind of what this list is: is these aren't for us. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah. so in that, I'm with you. I get it that yeah. there are some out there that sure, but I mean, Ferrari's like one of those companies where they're kind of stubborn. Like they continue to kind like, of. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying like designs, design wise, like they they will make small iterations, and I believe like. Probably in the '80s, they were like, "We're gonna make something crazy," and they did. Yeah, yeah. But now it's well. And maybe know. one day we will do at least part of a podcast on all of the car companies that have just thrown middle fingers up to Ferrari because they are so pretentious. Yeah, because there's been many of them. I must say, we and we applaud them, and I applaud the crap out of them. Top of so, that list, definitely Lambo. Absolutely, yeah, Lambo, Ford. Uh, yeah, whatever. Mercedes at times has done it too. Mercedes at times has done it. So, all right. Um, let's move over to Merca. And I'm going to start this one off and I am going to have shade thrust upon me. The DeLorean DMC 12. It's hopelessly impractical. It's incredibly underpowered. It looks cool and it is a marvel of engineering. Still don't want one. Yeah, I'm with Dan. I mean, I did when I was a kid, right? Oh, absolutely. Everybody did. But With I mean... Mr. Fusion on the back and everything. I would like to well, have no, it to have a garage queen, but I don't want a garage queen. I, I would take... I like this car stock. Like, I like the way this car looks. Yeah. Yeah. But... I like this car, and I would own this... And I would own it. I mean, we talked about it with the. Um, or no, we're going to cover the that only person in an upcoming episode. We're yeah, going to well, talk something about this. That's right. Yeah. Um, um, and, uh, I'm sorry, that was my alarm going. That was off. beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for interrupting me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was my bullshit o meter. <laughs> it is. Um, I would own this car, and I would drive it stock. Um, you know, without the whole like movie yeah. kit car. Yeah. Like but it is important that. to note that you're the only person in this room who is able to speak from a true statement. A, a uh, I, I've driven it standpoint. Yep. So yep, I've and s- it's it's not. You're right. I, you can't see out of the damn thing. I mean, yeah. I granted the one that I drove was kitted uh, out. Like right, sure, but, but I mean, <laughs> it's not much better. The back window is just plated. Yeah, off. I mean, there's yeah. no. You cannot see out, but you can't even see out the side window either. Yeah, like for me, like at my drive height, the little like bar in the center of the of the side window yeah with the was right half, in my eye line yeah from <laughs> the half of the window that rolls yeah. down for so, whatever I mean, stupid reason I mean, that doesn't make sense it's 1985 man that's uh, how many years later did Subaru do that with the svx <laughs> uh, honestly it was only like five years still it, it was still turning that there era you go, this, this was a mistake then let's do it again right but All right. It, it it just it just puts a smile on your face yeah so i'll i don't agree with that one being on this list for me but okay but, All right. you know. i'll give it to you but it is a good car yeah I mean, stainless steel body paint. Yeah, man. Nobody else crazy. has done it. It's like and paint. Way, we don't need any. No paint. Yeah, no paint. And the way in which they brushed it, it you know. great. It, yeah. All right. So in a world that you could buy an STI or yep. a Sirocco or a Volkswagen Golf GTI or even a Focus RS, why would you buy a Focus ST? I... I, I so... I, said, I, I'm speaking for America. Because it's the only one, it's the only one we got. I yeah. mean, that's very true, right? So, as yeah. much as I, I love the RS, as much as I, I I do like those other cars, I wouldn't even buy an RS. Yeah, like those cars, as great as they are, they're not for me. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the situations where I love that it exists. I was so heartbroken when we just got this, and what two years and later then, we're not going to have it, and now yep. we're not going to have it anymore. Because Ford said, "Fuck you." All right. Have you ever thought about what it would be like? 
to have a Corvette with a terrible engine and a terrible body, then the Cadillac XLR is for you. This car may have the worst headlights on any vehicle I've ever seen. It may have the worst everything. That it, Look, Cadillac took the frame of a Corvette, put their angular body paneling on it from like the early 2000s when they were going through that shift, and then ripped out the LS3 and put in their own uh, North Star V8. Can I explain something to you about the North Star V8? From the factory, <laughs> parts of that engine are glued together with no bolts. <laughs> so an engine that's glued together with a hideous plastic body. Why would you ever own it? I can't I can't think you of it. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a good looking car. And I mean this this trend for Cadillac went on for quite a while. And I I don't know. I I'm probably like six episodes ago I almost brought this up. I can't remember what we were talking about, but I wanted to talk about it, but then I was like, nah, let's just skip it. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Do you just, it's not, there's like no, to me, the X factor would probably be the fact that it is so ugly in my opinion. Right. It's one of those, it's one of those that like, it's so ugly. It has character. Yeah. It has some charm to it. And it's like, it was like there, it was like Cadillac sports car, which to my knowledge, I don't think they'd ever really done. No, not in that way. Right. At least. I mean, they've done like ridiculously overpowered cars, but it wasn't like they, they were these big, heavy boats kind of cars for like, sure this thing was purposely designed to try and you know compete with things like well not compete with but you know like to, to kind of invoke the same oh. things as like the corvettes and like that kind of stuff and i'm showing brian um, picture now yeah and it's just It'll it just well. looks so yeah. it's just, yeah i don't i don't get it <laughs> why would you buy this over a corvette though To say that to your neighbor who owns a Corvette, yes, I have just a little bit more money than you do, and yes, I don't know what cars are about. That's clear because you bought the XL, XLR, and that car has been out of production for how long? And you could have had a CT, CTS. Uh, yeah. Well, and so even when this car was brand new with that same money, keeping in mind that the XLR had less horsepower and less performance than the base model Corvette. Mm-hmm. For that same money, you could get a Z06 convertible. Or, well, I don't think they came in convertible, but you could get the target top Z06. Yeah. So, yeah. And we're Anyways. still we're sticking like domestic with that too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, not to mention all the European and all the like Japanese yeah. options that you had for things like that. Yep. I mean, like in that same price range. Yeah, it it makes no sense. Oh, Japanese but, dude! You could get so much car for that same yeah, kind of money. So much money. Yeah, you could get a couple. Yeah, that's what's important to you. Of really you good cars. That, you buy that car because the, the the badge and the grill is more important to you. Right. Like you want to exactly. say, I drive a Cadillac. That's right. why. So Ugh. basically, you're a Cadillac owner. Yeah. And it it'll be your fifth Cadillac. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you're saying that they drive an Escalade too? I get that. Yeah. Right. 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 So uh, we're gonna take a step back in time. Ford Pinto. I don't actually know why that's on this list. Look, I think it was a great car, but do you know why they got the explosive sort of bad name? Because they exploded. They blew up, man. Well, yeah, but do you know why? Because people died. So tell us, Dan. No, I want Brian to ask me. Why, Dan? Okay. Um, (laughs) So it had a live rear axle. It was front engine, rear uh, front engine, rear wheel drive. What it has is these U-bolts that hold the axle to the leaf spring. Nerd alert! Ford, in their infinite wisdom, decided that instead of redesigning the U-bolts to point downwards, they were going to leave them upwards because that's how the initial design was, even though the gas tank was directly above it. What would happen is the way that the crumple zone was made is that you would get rear-ended, the gas tank would drop, and then the top of the U-bolts would puncture the tank. And if there were any sparks or anything like that, instant ignition. So they had to do a recall and flip the U-bolts upside down. That is the only thing they had to do. Didn't they fight that, though? They did. And they that's why it. that's why the Pinto like it got such a bad rap. It got shit on, that's for sure. Yes, and like I don't think it was like a terrible looking car or anything, and it was like a good 
He had a good commuter car and stuff, but that that was so tragic. And the testing that they did for that was at very slow speeds. Yeah, it was like, like twenty miles an hour, twenty five miles yeah. an hour or something. It was it was terrible. Um, the second one is kind of the same, so let me loop it in real quick. The AMC <laughs> Gremlin. That is a hideous car. I kind of like Gremlins too. They're they're the. It, it, to me, it's kind of like that XLR. They're so they're so ugly that like I kind of dig it. I would like to. Yeah. I would like to cast your mind back to when these cars were brand new. Would you ever own one? Because they were kind of the Yaris's of the day. So my question in that Dan is due the due to the year. Uh, so the AMC Gremlin. What year did the Javelin come out? Was it like close to this at all? I think it, yeah, I think it was like sixty nine, seventy, something like that. I'd rather buy that. That's where my money would have gone. If it could, though, right? So the the Gremlin would have been what, like a small family car. The sure the Javelin could nah. do that. Yeah, but it was the sports car. Right. So. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let's move along. <laughs> Nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. The Mustang F bodies or Fox bodies, rather. Really, any Mustang at all. Why would you own one when Camaros exist? And Challengers exist. I'm giving Dan the, the side eye right now. Like Brian, I had him add the all Mustangs. <laughs> yeah. I just said the Fox body. Tim threw in the all Mustangs. So, Brian, what is your what is your ideal year for a Mustang? There's, I mean, there's a couple. Say the college chick Mustang that you owned. Would you buy... Would that you get one has... Not not because like I think it's a it was like a grand year for the Mustang. That was because it was my my Mustang, like the one sure. that I had. That's why the '98 Mustang has a place in my heart because it was my first car. But I don't know, like the '60, like '69, '67. Like I mean, like old, spoken like, like a true Mustang owner. You know, <laughs> I just I love them. So yeah. we put the Fox Body on here specifically because it it is kind of a good car. Um, it, it is, and especially the notchback. The notchback has become cool in recent years, yeah. and I've always kind of liked the notchback. But it's like one out of every like eight or nine or ten or sixteen or something like that. Yeah, is a notchback, and every other one is the fastback. And the fastbacks were everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And most of them broke have broke down because the five O's that were in them were not meant to last past you know five weeks. Um, and, and dude, they're just ugly. It just good, Brian. I have to agree. Yeah. yeah. The so the all Mustang thing for me is it loops to like the the ST right. So it loops yeah. for me it lo- loops back to Ford. I don't think I would buy a Ford unless like I had to. Yeah. Oh, there's a couple that I would, but I mean outside of the the Mustang, obviously. So um, I just I don't know if I'd ever put my I money there. Never buy a Mustang or a Ford ever again. Do you know why? The new Ford Expedition. Their big SUV. Only comes with a V6 option. That's it. I mean the end. I'm not the biggest fan of Ford right now. I'm I mean, that's that's a given. We've I just feel validated for everything, all the shade that I've a thrown little, on a little bit. <laughs> A little bit. But hey, can we talk about another Ford that I would never own? What's that? The f- Taurus SHO. No, yeah, I, no. <laughs> it's a it's a good car though. Like, would you want a fast car that looks ugly as sin? <laughs> yeah, I mean, then, boy, do I have the car for you. Yeah, it's one of those cars that's like it's it's a sleeper from the factory, and that's kind of cool. Like, it's a yeah. it is a good performing vehicle, but I it, could go with that. But there are so many other sleepers out there. Sure. That are the, of the same years, like. The Subaru uh, Legacy Spec B. Yep. Yep. No, it doesn't even have Same to be the thing. Spec B. Just the, the 2.5 GT. Uh, now, granted, it came with a V8. whoop de freaking do It was a small displacement V8. Who cares? <laughs> um, but it's one of those. It's one of those ones where I would understand people buying this over like a base Taurus or like anything else, right? It, it's as if somebody said, "Man, I got a lot of money, and I've heard of no other car than the Taurus." So I'm going to go buy a car, which is a Taurus, because I don't know that any other cars exist. I was actually just reading something earlier where um, with Ford pulling out all people carriers, you know, outside of the SUVs and the Mustang. um, Remember 
episodes and episodes ago when we were talking about the the not so current news and i brought up the new maxima how it's yeah. gonna be all-wheel drive for the first time ever yeah. ultima yeah, yeah it was the ultima. Yeah, yeah it was new ultima um and like this person was like quoting he's like i guarantee this eats everyone's lunch he's like the japanese coming back into the states as heavy as like they ever have been are gonna like do that yeah. this could be a car that could like kind of curb that but it's gonna go away yeah but yep so because ford said fuck you um <laughs> have our tiny suv pretty much yeah. it's the escape yeah because the only thing you want to do is escape it Ooh, dad joke dad jokes for days my dad drives one yeah he does <laughs> um do you guys know this next one the night xv I've never heard of it. So yeah, Dan. I don't know what that is. Uh, cast your mind back to, I believe it was Fast and the Furious 5. It was uh, that big gray SUV that Hobbs Dwayne drove? Johnson drove. It was like a tank. No? I don't remember that movie oh, very nope. well. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. Yep. Y- you know exactly what it is. Yeah. It looks like... Uh, it looks like a Hummer, like a modern Hummer on steroids. Actually, have you ever seen one parked next to a Hummer? No. Stand by. Is it is it larger? Yes. It's much. It's much bigger. Like substantially larger. Because that's, I mean, that's a bit ridiculous. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, remember how Hummer, the story of how Hummer went, right? So, started as the Gen One, the actual army vehicle. Then the H2, H3, H3T. Yeah. I'm showing them a picture right now of it next to a Hummer H2. That's the Hummer H2 behind it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, look. This is a well. This is a cool Always truck because of everything about it is so overdone. Mm-hmm. It was designed to like haul diplomats through like uh war zones really quickly and that sort of thing vips that were in danger that sort of thing it can withstand 24 hours of small arms fire uh it's fast it's able to like go jump and make jumps and everything like the suspensions are built and everything it's a great piece of machinery there is absolutely zero reasons to actually own one yeah i mean unless unless obviously you're in the like VIP protection game. Yeah, like private, like, mil- private right. military. In but private even military then, kind you're of just going to buy a armored personnel carrier secondhand off the U.S. military. Yeah, most likely. This is this this sounds like it's like that that Marauder thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Which, which I'm is, sure the Marauder is probably cheaper. Yeah, but the Night XV <laughs> is, which is supposed, crazy because that thing is ridiculous. Yeah, but the Night XV is supposed to be comfortable. Whatever. Oh, it looks it looks like a it looks like a SWAT truck, like a kitted SWAT truck yeah. from factory. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. I could definitely see Dude Man Bro wanting one of these because yeah, it's just, and ripping it's off huge. the beadlock wheels that have self-inflating yeah. capabilities, putting rims on yeah. it, and putting twenty-two inch 20. wheels on. Chrome, yeah. baby. All right, yeah, man. Tim, you hated this one, right? The Shelby Omni. <laughs> you hated that one. I I did actually. No, Tim, you did. We turned off the microphones, and you're like. Thank you guys for going along with that because I really hate that car. <laughs> I w- I'd never buy one now. Probably wouldn't have bought one then. But I, w- it's one of those. Uh, again, I like that it exists. Yeah, because dude, it's, it's Carol Shelby just being Carol Shelby. Yeah. yeah, just going. What's the crappiest car in the world? Let's fix that. The Dodge Omni. Let's make that fast. And he made it somewhat faster. Yeah. Somewhat. Take yeah. it. All right. This next one, I would never own because of its hopeless impra- uh, impracticality. And the most recent iteration of it is a slap in the face to anybody who ever bought one previously. The Ford Raptor. Why would you ever need a truck designed to go sand duning in Austin, Texas? Where if you took it sand duning, you would probably get a ticket. You would get a ticket and you'd bend the frame like a banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I the the original iterations of this truck were kind of cool when it first showed up. I can see why. Yeah, it was appealing. It was 
it was it was the first time I had ever noticed like a truck like a they they were they were essentially selling a trophy truck that you could buy and drive right. on the road. Like and especially and like, now with in twenty twenty we're getting the Ram Rebel TRX. Yeah. Why would you ever go and buy a Raptor with a piddly ass V six twin turbo? That's for fuel efficiency. Yeah. If you're buying a truck for fuel efficiency, go and get a Prius like your wife told you to. Okay? Just be done. Tim, I, I'm backing you up here. Yeah, she bought that. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's my wife's car. It is. You've, you've actually died down on that, and I appreciate that, Tim. Eh. Yeah. Okay, so this next one's going to hurt me a little bit. Okay, we've all taken our punches around the room. Yep. Okay. But disco era F bodies, the Camaro and Firebirds from the seventies. So like the one you had. No, oh, you had no, you had a eighties. Yeah, which I but would, uh, I'll loop that one in. Yeah, yeah I was gonna those say, in. Yeah. Come on, that transition I, it was so bad. It the, is. the front's so square and the yeah. rear's so round. Yeah, who did that? <laughs> yeah, who did that? Or so the Firebird was really square in the front and round in the rear. The Camaro was round in the front, and the back was square. Yeah. So they they essentially like took the two cars, and they were like, "That one's too square, and that one's too round. Cut them in half. Cut them in half. Switch." It it was dumb. Look, and they were anemic. Like they made something like a hundred and eighty, hundred and seventy horsepower from a three hundred and fifty cubic inch V eight. How? Talent. Damn, that's that's that talent. takes some serious <laughs> skill. You to have get to that try little that. amount of power out of an engine that big. Yeah, it, it it is crazy. The reason why it's on here is because it was a good car because it kept that torch burning. Oh yeah. Okay. I would give that. that and idea. I mean, what would serial killers have dri- driven if they didn't keep making the Firebird panel vans? No serial killers actually. The, I know, like some of the big John Wayne Gacy, for instance. He had one. He drove a Firebird. Uh, like, uh, that, seriously, like there's like six or seven mass murderers that own Firebirds. So it's a bit ridiculous. Rest in peace, Pontiac. Um, <laughs> all right. So this list is remarkably short from Japan. Oh, we're going there. Yeah. Yep. So look, there. I would. I. Uh, I'd, I'd say there were probably more. Um, I would just uh, honorable mention. I would probably never own a crown. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is about it. A crown. I. They, yeah. It. They're so expensive. They are. They are their true, like luxury brand. Whereas like Lexus should be, Lexus isn't anymore. Like you can get yeah. a Lexus, for the price of probably like a base model BMW. Yeah. But it, crowns. Totally uh, different story. It's a Maybach. It, it's true. Toyota's Maybach I, in every yep. sense of that analogy. Yeah. And, but you would never own one the same. And maybe we go back to Germany. The Maybach, it, the Maybach and the Crown are cars that you get to be driven yeah. in, yeah, not drive. Like rolls and yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't rolls. Yeah, I was gonna say if money wasn't an object. I would have a driver and own a Rolls. I would get that, and I would Rolls. drive every once in a while and make the driver sit in the passenger seat. <laughs> I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get the driver. I would do the Rolls Phantom Coupe, yeah, the drop top, and the, drive it my damn self. I would oh, get man. the Wraith. Oh, the Wraith is really nice. Yes. So, uh, it's got a suicide door. It's, it's so sexy. It's so beautiful. Back, all the way back to like Porsche and Ferrari, uh, Bentley, Continental GT, for days over those. Absolutely. Oh uh, yeah, you know Absolutely. what? Probably. Absolutely. Okay. We're digressing away from Japan. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Japan. Japan. Okay. Um, the Lexus LFA. And let me explain. Jeremy Clarkson said that it was the best supercar that he's ever driven. In that same segment, for the same amount of money, you could have the biggest, baddest Lamborghini. You could have the biggest, baddest Pagani Zonta. You could have the biggest, baddest, whatever, and it would be faster, and in most cases, be cheaper. Now, yes, there's a lot of cool stuff about that car. They redesigned it three different times, which is why it was so expensive, and they still lost money. Mm -hmm. The exhaust system was tuned by Yamaha. 
because they wanted it to have a very specific sound. It revs up to nine grand. Yes, all that's very cool. That's why it's on this list. It is a good car. I would never own it. Bang for buck, you could get better. I'm behind that too. I there's very few Lexuses that I'd actually buy. Lexi? Yeah, Lexi. Lexus. This car looks cool. Uh, there, are things, there are things about it I don't like. Just you know, but kind of how the hood doesn't meet the bumper. I know that's an air intake, but it looks like the body it paneling looks, isn't lined up. Yeah, Lexus has been doing something for years that I don't understand. And uh, again, Audi started this with existing. The, no, I mean I, I don't understand why Lexus been, exists. Go ahead. <laughs> there, we understand, Dan. Here they are just rebadged Toyotas. I yes. know this. You yes. know this. Yes, but I uh, know it's the uh, the thing that Audi started with the massive grill. And Lexus, and most yeah. of it's blocked off. Right. Listen to next week's episode because we're gonna <laughs> bitch about that stuff. But it's it's the shape of it. It's yeah. a it's an hourglass, and it looks so. It looks odd. like a vacuum cleaner. It looks yeah I, yeah I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. It looks like a Hoover. I've just never understood. Again, that, like, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Listen next week for the fully involved <laughs> yeah. that discussion one, about that. That one, that one is is interesting. I definitely agree with you. There are better options. Things I would rather have for this kind of money. You mentioned it, the Pagani, and like any Pagani, I take them. Yeah, miles the over this. Huayra, the Huayra is the one Zonda, specifically. Zonda I F. loved the Zonda. The Zonda was like I'm not a big like supercar person. I don't really yeah. want one. Same, but that was my favorite one for the longest time yeah. until the Huayra came out, and I was just oh, I was just blown away by yep. it. Does the um, Does the Huayra have the same uh, wing mirrors as the the yep. Zonda? Yep. Yep. So the, that like those yeah, yeah, sideways like, teardrops. Yes. Yeah, yeah. sexy. That's cool. Um, this for me has the same problem it's not on this list but the nissan gtr for me yeah i put it in like it's, it's a similar kind of thing you know where what? it's, we a, can it's put a, that a in ridiculously there now. awesome vehicle but it doesn't give me like what i don't i, I don't look expect. at one and i don't want to own it yeah like drive it's it sure. awesome that it's over there and i would love to drive one but i don't feel like if i had my choice of cars it would be one that i would be picking and it's actually, just, let's go ahead and let's say the Nissan GTR. Yeah, it was amazing when it came out ten Dude, years ago. When that yeah. when that happened though, when that was like that dropped because how long had we been without the the GTR badging? Yeah, it was, it was like eight years or something like that, right? And yeah. I mean, we as we covered in our history of that, it's something that does occasionally happen is that it goes away. But like when it came back, I was like, yes, like yeah. that looks so good. It did. Mm-hmm. And they still do look good, but uh, they haven't. V motion, V motion, But the additional factor here is is that they've been making the same car for ten years, only put in twenty horsepower, and did a little bit of a body tweaking, and are charging literally fifty thousand dollars more for the same car that rolled out ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get. I don't get it. I mean, I'm, I'm. If you're thinking about buying a brand new GTR, wait. The FT1 isn't coming. Um, <laughs> just buy it. Buy something else. Just seriously. Go buy it. Go Show buy it. Nissan that they need to give us good cars again. Go buy a Pagani. Go buy a Pagani. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw shade on uh, Tim. He's gonna be angry here. Uh, but this next one, the BRZ FRS 86. I'll take that shade. Um, uh, yeah. So, this it's like two things that I like: um, Subaru uh, and the Toyota 8.6. That this 8.6 is not. No. So, when it was released, uh, partnership between Scion and uh, Subaru, um, I got excited. I was like, "Oh, that's that's really Hell cool!" Yes. Yeah, I was like, "That's really cool!" Like, I was so stoked, dude. Yeah, I to be honest, I thought it was gonna be all wheel drive. I I knew it was gonna be rear wheel, but I was expecting great things great things and i was incredibly underwhelmed it's still a good car it yes. looks great it's front engine rear wheel exactly in a world in which that is pretty much non-existent rare, for most rare automotive best. makers yeah um but nowadays for that same money you can go and get yourself a used camaro a used challenger a used hell you could buy two or three 240 sx's which are basically the same car only better because they have pop-ups we were talking when we were talking about this earlier um 
this is a thing where this car is used in so many applications. Every single one of them has an engine swap. Yeah. Every single one. There's of them. one that has a Ferrari power plant. There's one that has an LS power plant. There's many. one that has the this and the that. None of them are running the flat 420. Nope. Uh, lots of 2Js, uh, lots of yep. LSs. Let, let, me, let me say that again. Toyota. They bought a Toyota, took the engine out of it, and put an older Toyota engine in it. <laughs> I'll say that again. They took out the new engine out of their Toyota and put in an older Toyota engine. Something's wrong, Toyota. <laughs> Something's very wrong. Yeah. As far as like like cosmetic upgrades, the the BRZ I don't know seen really many because like the difference between the FRS and the BRZ was like quite substantial. There was like a few different body panels, uh, the different like vents and stuff, and the head and tail lights were different. Uh, all interior was identical, yeah. just badging was swapped. Um, but the eight six to the BRZ, it's diverted more. Yeah, not a ton because it's still the same body shape. That you see less BRZs. It was written in the contract. One out sense. of every ten of those cars that rolls off the line can be a Subaru. The other nine are Toyotas. That makes sense. And I mean, it's not really like Subaru needs it. They don't. And. So, before t- before we move on, because uh-huh. you you're you're listing cars that are better that you could get at, as older vehicles for replacements for this, right? Mm-hmm. You missed one. What? Two fifty, two seventy, or yeah, three fifty, three seventy. I don't know why you would buy those cars over that. Well, yes, right. Would have over that. Yeah. So that's that's what they this make list an is. ugly sound. But agree, I one hundred percent agree yeah. that those those Nissan yeah. V sixes don't make good sounds. No, they don't. But. Over that, I'd absolutely have one of those, especially sure. like one of the new, newish two set. Like I yeah, I was about ready to say new one as in last year or from '09. <laughs> Wait, they're the same. They are the same. Uh, so this next one is another Nissan. Yep, the 280Z, two plus two. This was the one that had the back seat, and look, I don't know how they did it, but they took probably one of the best looking vehicles of all time yep and made it hideous i don't know how you do that well it's it's similar to like the the, the disco style f bodies with the uh the square around and so the two by two for some reason like it had a square roof and that was confusing but yeah. then they're like oh there's two extra seats in there that make, makes a difference I was like, but you made it look bad yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah I now don't i don't want if it I can, yeah you ruined it yeah good um, job so this happened many times with nissan though and that the two plus two so every car that has that has that weird squared off roof so it yeah. takes that really nice like fast back look coupe to it and it just makes it look terrible yeah it happened with the uh first iteration of the 300 zx the 280 zx and then the the s30s yeah so like i don't know why they did it outside of the fact that like oh you know people claim that they want extra seats just extend the wheelbase a little bit more and give us that body line back. Oh yeah, this is that square, weird looking roof. That's why when uh when Gas Monkey made that one for SEMA, yeah. Yeah. and they're like, yeah, we chose to do the the two plus two because like nobody's done before. There's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of things that shouldn't exist, <laughs> Hondas, all of them except the NSX and the S two thousand. Am I missing any that should still exist, guys? Don't worry. I'll wait. I just like that we started this list with, you know, Dan's arch nemesis of Porsche and are ending it with Dan's other arch nemesis of Honda. Um, I'm actually the one that put yes. Honda Honda on the list. Um, I do. And I thank you for that. I do like some, right? I like the Integras. I like the RSX. Um, some Civics are nice. That's about That's it. Li- you literally said all one car because they're all Civics with different body paneling. I will give you that, right? I will I will say that, right? Because I've driven an Accord for about two years. It was not a good car. Um, it well, didn't. I'd say that one more time. I've drove an Accord for two years. It was not a good car. That's the second most selling car in the United States. I understand States. that. Okay. It was an old one. It was like a 92. Um, it still doesn't matter. It was like two or three at that time. It was... Like this car had two 
actually four broken engine mounts. We replaced two, and the other two remained broken, and it drove perfectly fine. So as as a car, and like, dude, it was so cheap to Do have that car worked on. Do not speak praises of Honda just, on my podcast. I'm just saying, like, it's not a car that I would buy. Like, we've covered the two that I would, but S2000 or S2000. No, I had one. Oh, okay. This was this was the time you when stole I, it. Oh no, we had we had no choices. Okay. Like, didn't. Okay. Story for another time, but you couldn't buy a bicycle. No, we needed a car, Dan. We needed some internal. Dude, it was in Arizona. I'm not riding a bicycle in Arizona. Yeah, Come on, man. Motorcycle. No. It's Arizona, so, man. My point Nissan in this Figaro. is that a lot of I would. I totally drive a Figaro. I know you would, Tim. Your beard would love it. Oh, I, I wouldn't even be upset about it. No, you wouldn't. Of course, you wouldn't. We put that on the list. <laughs> nope. I I like the Figaro too. No, I'm <laughs> so I mean Hondas Hondas are are good. Like you just said, it's like one one of the number one selling cars in America is the Accord. They don't look good. The Hondas that I They're think hideous. of when I think of like the good Hondas are like the the old hatches, the old Civic hatches, yep. or that's what I was gonna bring. Yeah, up. they're they're good cars in the sponge cake with no flavor sort of way. True, I'll give you that. They are. Again, um, this list is about cars we wouldn't buy, though. Right. So we are barring two that we would. Correct. Yes. Yes. At the end, dude, NSX. So like, yeah. Come pop-up on. headlights, original gen, second gen with the uh, the re- redesigned due to you know pedestrians, uh, both awesome. Um, I think the new one looks great. Dan said enough about it. We don't need to talk about yep. it. But three spoilers. No, no, the NSX. No oh. hybrid. There we go. Uh, in the S two thousand, dude. I was gonna say, why'd you gotta bum Dan out like that's that? That's where we're moving like, on. Moving on. Moving on. My favorite yeah, part about the S two thousand, outside of uh, front engine rear wheel, is literally just our comment a while back about how it's probably the easiest car to make look terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. like my favorite thing about the S two thousand. But they they can be done well. Um, and like, there's a a YouTube channel that talks about the history of the S two thousand, and it's like it's heartwarming because it was it was one. Japanese engineer at Honda's dream and he made it happen and then he died and now all their cars are front engine <laughs> or front wheel so do not sucks. speak Honda's praises on my podcast Tim <laughs> until next time I'm Dan Nichols I'm Brian Sanchez <laughs> and I'm Tim Wesley Tim get out of my garage <laughs> <laughs>